Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guest today is Tom Nixon. He's with Minnesota Toward Zero Deaths. Tom, welcome back to Community Focus. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for having me in. Yes. All right. We've got numbers to talk and they're not good numbers, are they? Yeah, I guess we might as well get the worst out of yeah. the way here. Yep. Um, when we when we look at what happens on our roads, and um, today the number is just as sobering as it's been for a while, we're, we've lost 191 people on Minnesota roads so far this year. Just since January. Just since January. Oh. And, um, and that's compared to 136 this time last year. Uh, those are preliminary numbers. Uh, just to maybe talk about the numbers real quick, uh, in what we have is when a crash occurs, mm-hmm. uh, if somebody is injured and it um, it takes some time uh, for them to go through their, their medical course and, and uh, see how things turn out, if they, and hopefully not, but mm-hmm. if, if they die in less than 30 days, it will count uh, for that crash. If it takes more than 30 days, the federal uh, ruling is that that is not technically a part of that. So sometimes you know people get a little sensitive about the fact that they're they're looking at the numbers and thinking they're not quite right. There's rules on how those do or don't count mm-hmm. for that number, but every life counts. Uh, TZD is is uh, towards zero deaths, and our goal is everyone zero. should be yeah <laughs> on the road and doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, we have uh, of those 191, 22 are pedestrians, 22 are motorcyclists, and we have three bicyclists, oh. which I think indicates to me and uh, has been the discussion across uh, the state traffic safety leaders and, and people just in casual conversation. The behaviors are prevailing to be the issues. And, and we've heard for months that uh, speed has continued to be an issue. Sure. Uh, as we head into these um, summer months where people are out having fun, that's what we want to see. I think people should. But what we need to caution ourselves with there is the, the the mistakes that we can make behind the wheel have costly effects. And it doesn't always change the people that made the mistake. It's sometimes other people, and that's that's the dangerous part here. So we're really trying to encourage folks to have that conversation, make the plans ahead of time. And if we can prevent uh, the severity of the crash by slowing the speed, buckling up, uh, not driving distracted, mm-hmm. those all contribute to... Um, better days in Minnesota. Yeah, and I mean, it's just such a difference from this time last year. Just It makes you wonder why is that the case? Maybe it was the pandemic. Maybe people weren't out on the roads as much. Do you think that has something to do with it? You know, there was a lot of uh, um, conjecture and rumor of why (laughs) we're at where we're at last year versus this year um, for, for months already. And we thought due to lower traffic volumes in the beginning of COVID that there was a correlation to less congestion, cars could drive faster, there wouldn't be that interruption, uh, and and there was even a, a persistent belief that people didn't think law enforcement was going to pull them over because of the pandemic. So they, oh my, <laughs> this is still, uh, according to my friends in, in uniform, have said this is still a, a statement, they'll pull somebody over that's uh, uh, well over the limit, and well, I, I just didn't think you guys were pulling people over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the job. I yeah. still got to yeah. do that. Safety <laughs> is still the name of the game, and that's mm-hmm. what uh, they're chasing. So for those folks that uh, are, are thinking there's an exemption at some sort, no, there's not. Yeah. And from those that are wondering about all these road construction projects that you're um, encountering, mm-hmm. we do a lot of work to try to make a safer system. In fact, every, every project that gets developed uh, for the state and the counties are looking for trying to make that project a a safer system so that mm-hmm. people, even though maybe are, are driving beyond what they should, the system doesn't allow them to do much. And yeah. what we learned here, again, is the behaviors. Uh, 
if they don't follow the, what the engineering intention is, uh, if they don't drive it to the right speed, if they don't signal their turn, if they aren't paying attention, mm-hmm. we're limited. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's move on from the numbers to maybe talking about a certain subject. Like, well, you know, summer is here, as we mentioned, more more people out walking around and biking and cycling. Let's talk about uh, some things that might be happening in that department. Yeah. You know, it, we, we really in Minnesota have um, been benefiting from a lot of opportunities to enjoy our local area here, especially the bike trail systems. And uh, there's lots of hiking trails. There's opportunities for people to... Just get out. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, the beautiful weather, as dry as it's been, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's a problem, but it's also allowed people to be out. We want people to pay attention to their plans for what they're doing. And um, first of all, we'll talk about if, if you're going out for a walk and it's going to be in that morning or dusk time, what we know is, you know, bright colors, although not required, are easier to see. Mm-hmm. If, if you really are going to be walking into the twilight uh, hours, Something that's reflective, if, if you're a, a, a walker, um, you may be worth investing in that uh, retro-reflective vest that's going to give that, that bounce-back light. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of examples. You can look it up, uh, Google it, or whatever web browser you <laughs> want to use. It'll show you what you can see and what you can't see from a distance. But plan ahead, have a flashlight, have something. Walk where you're supposed to be walking. Be intentional. Uh, we would... We would encourage you to find those natural crossing locations like at stoplights and at crosswalks and lit intersections so that you are clear, uh, visible, <laughs> visible. Mm-hmm. and you know, it's hard to tell what vehicles are doing at that time of the day when you're the walker and you're trying to see if they're stopping for you or not. This is one of those, although you may have the right of way, mm-hmm. you may still lose that uh, fight. The yeah. the vehicle is always going to be the, the prevailing force in those incidents. So for those little ones, keep a close hand on them. And for you, if you're walking, uh, you can't trust that the vehicle is going to stop as much as they should. We offer a little bit of grace. You maybe wave and say, hey, I'm here. Please mm-hmm. see me. But uh, we want you to be careful and, and just enjoy the facilities that are there. If you're all biking, um, couple of notes for people to to pay attention to. Uh, if you're going to ride your bicycle through town, mm-hmm. uh, if you function as a vehicle, if you're going to ride in the traffic lane, you have to follow the traffic rules as well, which means you need to stop at stop signs, you need to signal your turn, you need to be aware of your surroundings and not impede traffic any more than, than anybody else would be allowed to at that point. If you are a pedestrian, which means you dismount the bicycle, you have different right-of-way at that point. You can Someone can stop for you at a crosswalk legally. But if you're on your bike and you're, you're pedaling, um, the crosswalk is not for you, and therefore you need to pause for traffic. So please dismount and walk your bike across that crosswalk or function as a vehicle. Mm-hmm. If you are transporting your bicycle... Think yeah, about this is a, if you see the parade and the bike parade coming all on the backs of their vehicles. And that's and that's awesome. I'm so happy to see yeah, all the all yeah. the bikes on the backs of vehicles, but you don't see the back of the vehicle. You don't yeah. see the tail lights. You don't see the brake lights. Um, maybe you'd see it through. I don't know uh, how everybody feels, but those bikes are actually quite expensive, and as I understand right now, very difficult to come by. Uh, yes, very. So <laughs> if your if your uh, lights are impeded and you have to make a stop. Uh, will they be able to stop in time and not crunch your yeah. your bike? That's yeah. a bad day. That's happened. And what what we would like people to think about is, you know, just because a bike rack is built to fit behind your vehicle, it doesn't mean it's a good choice for behind your vehicle. If it doesn't show your lights, 
So there's options. There's there's equipment you can buy that will give you extra lighting. It, it is for the safety of everybody. It's mm-hmm. not just yours. It's not just for your bikes. It's for those people following you as well. But we need people to be um, aware of a predictable transportation system, and, and not having your lights visible is one of the barriers to that being a success. It's the worst. It's almost like driving without the taillights, period, and that is no good. No good. No good. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it just it disrupts people's day, and mm-hmm. it makes uh, uh, enemies out of what could have been friends. But Absolutely. what happens is, is uh, yeah, people get ornery. <laughs> Oh my! And with that being said, too, we were—I uh, was traveling north a couple weeks ago, three seventy-one, and there's a pontoon laying in the freeway, in the highway. So it came off somebody's vehicle, came off the the trailer. Another guy saw a bed laying in the front. I mean, like people need to secure the loads that they are carrying. They sure and make do. Sure yeah, that I, they're safe. I don't think that's a great spot to fish, but no. Um, and how do you clean up? How do you get a pontoon off? <laughs> Don't know. You know, we have some wonderful towing companies <laughs> in this area that those people get to know very well. Yeah. And uh, our, our friends in law enforcement and fire help clean up that mess and get things off the road. But prevention is probably the first part of that. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Let's uh, let's secure those loads. Let's make sure things are strapped down. I'm only going a half a mile. Gosh darn it. And a half, half mile, mile. Is, is all that distance for something to go wrong. So yeah. you're absolutely onto it there. We need to be prepared and, mm-hmm. and uh, take that extra two minutes and make sure stuff's secure. And that's the thing, too, especially this coming weekend. We have so many people in town for Lakes Jam and that kind of thing. So just beware. Secure your loads. Be safe. And speaking of Lakes Jam, are you guys going to have a presence out there on the roadway? You know, <laughs> uh, what we would like to have is some great board law enforcement for yes. what's going on. If they're able to observe the traffic moving like it should be and people behaving. Um, if for the for the people that live here locally, either find an alternate route to get around uh, that part of the uh, mm-hmm. the area at this this point. Maybe take the detour, uh, the not official detour, but get around there <laughs> or uh, have some patience there because you, you know that uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to be sitting in a traffic lane and be waiting. But this is the nature of the beast at this point. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, law enforcement will be there. They'll be looking for those behaviors. Uh, and it's it's any and all. You know, we want people to behave on the road so we have uh, uh, that level of safety. And with the numbers that we're facing, we talked about at the beginning, we need to pay attention. Yeah. And we, we, need to, we need to be a little more stern in our conversation with our friends like, hey, you've had enough. How about we find you a ride home? Yep. Um, we need to maybe step into a little bit of the uncomfortable because we're seeing too many tragedies. Um, yeah. On the roads. We don't need that. And it's that personal accountability we've mentioned when you've been on before. You're right. It's, so. it's, it always is. If you own your own actions, a lot of the other things do not become a factor. Yeah. And I know before we let you go here, Tom, there was one other event that's coming up here uh, in a, what, on Saturday? Is it the 29th? Coming? Oh, wait, 29th is... Next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. What is going on? So, Kind Regional Medical Center, I just want to plug for them. They're going to be uh, talking about this in a number of places, but uh, they have an event to educate the, the, the public that there's enough tragedy that's occurred on these roads, and you're going to hear uh, a story uh, from a, a father and a husband uh, of what can happen on the roads and how things don't go well when people don't do what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an event planned at the Crosby Arrington High School at the Mayberry Auditorium, June 29th at 6 p.m. And uh, the the title of it is "Enough Tragedy," and mm. we really we've had enough. Yeah. People need to uh, own what's happening on the roads and their own behavior, plan ahead, and uh, please, if you have the time, if you have a young driver, especially yes, this is a great opportunity. Uh, this isn't a you know scare them type of incident. This is just an awareness that this is. This is how this happens, and this is the look of the family that had to live with somebody else's poor choices. Yeah. 
Okay. And is that a free event to attend? It is a free event, yeah. Okay. Excellent. And there'll be some uh, – Towards Zero Deaths has uh, some equipment that will be available there to help educate and, and experience. Uh, you'll be able to uh, feel what it's like to wear your seatbelt in a five to seven mile an hour crash wow. or be involved in a rollover uh, and have your belt on. Um, they'll have some driving simulators. Be, there's a number of things that are going to be um, interesting for you to come check out. So okay. please go for it uh, uh, and listen in. There'll be more here. Thanks you for, uh, thank yes. you for letting us plug it here. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to learn more about that specific event, uh, Monday the 28th, we're going to have the folks in and, and talking more about it specifically. There what's you happening, go. So. Tune in. Tune in. All right. Well, Tom, anything else you want to hit on before we let you go? No, I don't think so. Good. Thank you very much. And I just hope everybody enjoys the upcoming holidays. And uh, please, one more time, have that conversation. Yeah. To talk with the people that you have the most influence over and we'll have a great holiday Let's do that. All right, Tom, thank you so much. Thank really you. appreciate it. Tom Nixon, my guest today, he is with Minnesota Toward Zero Deaths. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And remember, you can listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website. That is 1067wjjy.com. You can also pull it up through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.